I call it the come to Jesus moment, some of those stories blow your mind. It I can only imagine. Like, about what happens to them. And so when somebody, or what, you know, things that happen, happen to them in the spiritual realm, and then yeah. somebody's like, oh, yeah, I'm spiritual, being the baby. I love you, because I have to. Right. And I'm but gonna, I'm not entertaining that. I'm not entertaining it. <laughs> no. And we can go back and forth about mm-hmm. why we believe what we believe, but I'm not going to argue, and I'm not going mm-hmm. to be belittled, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to belittle you. Exactly. 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 So, like you said, you have to be careful what you invite. And maybe sometimes that can be unconscious or like you don't necessarily know that you're inviting it, but it's the things that you consume. Music, it's TV, it's social media, it's the friends that you keep, it's the people that you date. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I got a type. I surely do. I got a type. I like them a little, you know, a little thugged out. But thugged out is not a part of the, 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 the end goal of what God asked for me. I know that that's not the man. Would you? I'm gonna pause you. Okay, pause me, girl. Tell me something. Because what changes with us when we get saved is our submission to God, of course, and He works in our spirit. He doesn't. Oh, how can I word this? So when you get saved, of course, you turn away from the things that you are doing and you start living for God. Yeah. But. If he was brought up in that way, mm. he's still gonna have that cut edge, that rough neck. Yeah, he just loves God, and he's submitted to God now, so he may still be a little bit of, you know what I'm saying? You're right. <laughs> You're right. When I meet that man, that's yeah. right, then we will cross that road. You know? But the one, so you like, right. You're right. You know, yeah, so absolutely right. Don't say, oh, the thug. He not a thug. He doesn't do thug things no more. No more. He's not so there no more. They have the persona. You right. But instead of spewing curses, he's spewing wisdom. Baby, you, you right. Let me not judge the thugs. <laughs> Let me not. I'm already over here judging the thugs. Let me not judge the thugs. Thugs out there. Listen. <laughs> but no, you're right, though. You're absolutely right. Um, and that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, because like you said, we all we all can be redeemed. We all can have a breakthrough mm-hmm. and decide to live our life, you know, purposefully with God. And and they can have that moment where they change their life around. You know what I mean? And maybe the presentation, maybe, you know, the package don't have a bow on it, but it's still a package. It's still you know, it's still a package. Um, have you seen a man? He's bald. And he has like a bunch of tattoos, and he may be in the gang. I don't. I've never heard his testimony, but he still has. He's just like Jesus Christ. Like, (laughs) I mean, but it's true. Like, you got a point there. You have a point. Cause who says, "Oh, Christian looks physically looks like this"? Period. Exactly. We can look like anything. Yes, and God doesn't take us away from our personality. You right. Cause listen, I know some devils out there that look stellar. You would never imagine they were devils, and they are. Okay, they are. <laughs> Nothing of God is, is of that. But um, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And so you can get to a thugged out sanctified. I can't a thugged out sanctified man. You know he could be an usher in church. He could be an armor bearer. He could be security. Uh, armor bearer. He could 
Think about it. Thug armor bearer, they protect, you know, the muscle of the church. Come on now. That makes sense, right? Come on. You know it, does It makes sense. We're going to go with it. Armor bearer is the perfect ministry for you. If you're a thug, that's where you need to be. But no, absolutely. And I feel like um, it... That makes a lot of sense. That 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 makes a lot of sense. Okay, I'm gonna give you credit for that. I'm gonna give you credit for that, and I'm a, I'm gonna not judge the thugs or whatnot because they can be redeemed too. But it just goes with knowing as you get as you begin your journey, um, with God and learning more about God and learning more about His purpose for you. You realize and you, of course, you develop discernment. You develop knowing. It's not the, oh, I got a gut feeling, I got an intuition, like, there's nothing but God, okay? And I I used to say, oh, you know, it's my women's intuition, or it's my gut feeling. That's discernment. That's discernment from God. That's conviction. And that's him telling you or directing you as to, okay, yes, this is the person you need to be around. Oh, yes, this is the decision you need to make. Um, And you have to, you know, listen to that. You have to listen to that. Um, Because once again, if not, you'll be all around the mulberry bush and yeah. now you know you back to square one so absolutely i totally agree with that um and it's really big especially when you're dating people like knowing who you should yeah. be sharing those vulnerable moments in time with, you know because yeah. it's important like this in dating with intentions mm-hmm. okay Mm-hmm. and knowing, you know, this is what I want. This is where I'm going. I'm not just out here dating you just for the hell of it. I'm dating you because I have the intention of wanting to be a wife. I want to have a family. I want to be aligned with someone that shares the same mind space, the same, mm-hmm. you know, um, spiritual connection. And if not, bye-bye. Exactly. Exactly. And it being that I easy. I'll be asking a question right off the bat. I'm sorry, I have to know. And you have to be specific with me. Yes. Like, I need to know, of course, if, if you believe in God, but I, you need to be specific. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. So let's just say you met a guy. Okay, we do a lot of what-ifs around here. So you meet a guy, and maybe he's a thugged-out Christian. Or maybe he's a, he's a baby Christian, he's thugged out. Okay? He's armor-bearer. He's, he's looking to be an armor-bearer. And he says, or better yet, he, he's not in the church. He's not in the church, but he does believe in God. He's familiar with God, and he wants to develop that. Is there room for you personally for the potential of you developing that relationship with God? Like if he told you, I don't go to church every Sunday, but I'm open to it. Would you be open to that? I need to know your relationship. Mm. Just because you go to church every Sunday means nothing. Means nothing. Hello. Yeah. So I'm going to, and I have not always done this. Mm-hmm. This is that God has been revealing to me. I mm-hmm. have to see your fruit. I have to see mm-hmm. what has blossomed out of you. Okay. So you need to see some action. You so, need to see some results. Yeah. Yes. So it's like. If you go to church every Sunday, great. Are you applying the word to your life? Mm. That's what I'm looking at. Because yeah. that's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm doing. Right. For my potential spouse to be doing that as well. But yeah. if you're telling me that you are working on your relationship with God, you have to be in community. That one of the things to be working on your relationship with God is being in community. So if you mm. want to start going to church every Sunday and being around those men of God, 
you know, who has your best intention at heart, then yes, please do yeah. that. And then we can go on that journey together. My biggest thing is, um, you know, when people say, oh, I believe in God. First of all, I need to know who you're talking about because my God is Jesus Christ. Okay. Which which God are you talking about? Okay. Yeah. So that's number one. And number two, if he does say, "Oh yeah, I'm involved in church," da da da, and then we're going on, but I don't see any fruits of the spirit. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. mm. you just go to sit in the pew then and get up and leave. Like you're not doing any work, and right. we all the work is done in the secret place, like in your exactly. relationship. Exactly. So if I don't see any of that. Um, we can be friends. Right, you know, but that's the only room that I have for I'm you. I'm gonna write you off completely. Um, yeah, but I just, I just need to, because it comes Absolutely. out. Absolutely, it comes out in speech. It comes out in your actions. Yeah, like all of that. So, ain't no and it matters. No more. Hello. <laughs> Listen, it because I've been in situations where, like for instance, I was talking to this person. And this person mentioned that they were Muslim. I have nothing against other religions or cultures or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. But I do believe that we have to be equally yoked. Mm-hmm. Um, because we will never see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. Our values will be very different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like you said earlier, what I'm not about to do is argue back and forth with you. Mm-hmm. And what I'm not, you know, like I have to think long term. I'm 33. I may want kids. How are we going to determine that? Like, is it going to Baptist or is it going to, to the mosque? Like, well, how are we going to break this down? Like, and I mean, I know that there are people that do it, but I know for me personally, mm-hmm. I need to be in the same, we, we need to be in the same boat, okay? And I need to be able to share my spiritual rim of my life with you and you be able to understand and um, move, you know what I mean? Like, we be able to connect together mm-hmm. with that. So if I'm not able to do that, and I truly do believe equally yoked means that, like, if we can't connect and align when it comes to God, then it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Because the foundation is not, it's going to be stony. Yeah. It's going to be stony ground when you marry someone that you are unequally yoked to. And at that point, um, that doesn't give you, and this is why, oh my gosh, this is why we have to be so careful because... At that point, because we believe in Jesus, so we believe mm-hmm. in Jesus, that does not give you a way out to divorce. Mm-hmm. That does mm-hmm. not. Exactly. The only, the only green light for divorce, biblically, is adultery. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you marry an atheist. Go ahead and stick it out. Like, you chose that with me. Go ahead and stick it out. You still have to be careful. Exactly. Like, I don't think I told you so. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was on Bumble. I'm not on Mark on God. It's been some months. Like, girl, girl, <laughs> listen, we, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Ooh, girl. Uh-huh. So he was a Muslim and he grew up. Uh, with his mom, but his mom ended. His mom was a Christian, father was a Muslim. Mother ended up converting, so he was like, "Oh, I'll be open to you know, like 
if we do get together and we have children or whatever, then um, I don't mind our children knowing both. And then when they get older, they can make the decision on the faith they want to follow. I said, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just gave, you know, my reasonings. But it's just so, it's so interesting how people um, aren't serious. Yeah. About because it, it it the biggest thing is securing securing your eternity. Mhm. Mhm. I want to step on our toes with that, but um, you know, Jesus is the only way, the way. Mhm. So mm-hmm. if my children grows up and they're Hindu or they're talking about Allah and something happens to my child, yeah, bruh. Like, and I know that you didn't go the way that I wanted you to go because I married somebody who we agreed that we're just going to allow you to choose. Mm -hmm. And I know if something happens to you where you're going to spend eternity, I will never, I don't know how to do it. And I mean, because it really boils down, like you really have to think about situations and scenarios like that. And it's not to be like, oh, I'm playing devil's advocate or, I'm, you know, I'm trying to think of the worst case scenario. But it's the reality. When you join a union with someone, you're going to be faced with many different obstacles. Yeah. It can be either you two individually or your your offspring. Either way it go, what is the foundation that you're laying for your family? Exactly. Who is going, who do we, who do we hold or who holds us accountable? Like, I'm very big on a man having a relationship, like knowing God, because I need to know that you're being held accountable by God. Yes. Beyond man, but by God. Another way to weep them out is when I tell you I'm abstinent. Oh, great. Your reaction and your body language is going to tell me everything. Exactly. It was whether you're going to respect it, understand it, and, and leave it at that. Or whether you're going to think it's a challenge. Because the ones that think it's a challenge is beyond me. <laughs> it's beyond, this is not wipe out. This ain't let's make a deal. This ain't none of that. Like, it's nothing you can say to me, especially when I know what the purpose is beyond my absence. It's nothing exactly. you can say to me to convince me. Why are you trying to convince me opposite? Exactly. So it's like, yeah, you ain't it either. No, and then they're like, "Well, you know, I I can I can understand it, I can respect it. No, I need you to not only respect it, but I need you to know that we're not doing anything. <laughs> so, don't six months from now you ask me like, hey, so what about now? It never changed. It never changed. We're still and not doing anything. And then my response is, if that is what you want to do, we can go to jail. We can go to Diamond Direct." Um, let's go ahead and move this thing forward. <laughs> and then now all of a sudden you're blocked or they don't want to talk because now they're scared. You know, they're scared. You're scared now. Because the only way is this it? is uh, opening back up, that's the only way. Period. Period. That's the the only way. way. And I, I applaud you for that. And I mean, I know not everybody is mentally, because it, it takes a lot of mental stability and and discipline to do that it's not easy so i applaud you for that and not everybody is equipped to do it just yet you know what i mean not everybody is there not everybody is is okay with that sacrifice but trust me like i said earlier your sacrifice your submission you will be blessed for that tremendously 
And I'd rather be blessed with the person I'm supposed to share that with, the person that I'm supposed to have, you know, eternity with, this person I'm supposed to share life with. I'd rather that than out here with, oh boy, that's trying to, hey, well, what about three months from now? Nothing changes. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You know, that's why you got these whole 90 day rules. Like, it's crazy. The thing about the 90 day rule that I think I talked to my mom about this. I can't remember. Uh huh. It doesn't matter if he wait 90 days or 95 days. If he wants to stop dealing with you after that 90 days, he is. He can. Because men, oh my gosh, especially the manipulative ones, they Ooh, are going to do all of the things. They are going to do all of the things because men are goal oriented. That's the exactly. number one thing people need to learn. Men are goal oriented. They are going to do whatever they need to do to hit their goals. Mm-hmm. So they're going to mm-hmm. love bomb you, wine and bomb yeah. you. Oh, I got to do this for 90 days because what I really want is that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we give him that, ain't no more control. Like, we None are of that. And people are just like, oh, it's free. I can do whatever I want to do. Like, it's my body, but sex can be detrimental. It can. And it can hold a bind over you mentally. Yes. It, it puts you in a rut in many different areas just off yes. of that one act. Exactly. And it's like now the 90 days is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all not talking no more. Exactly. So the result is heartbreak and. Yeah. And you want, like you said earlier, you know, after that happens, you wonder why, you know, you have this certain kind of mood over you because you're interchanging all of this stuff. Like, it's bigger than just, okay, you know, you got you one. You know, like, no, it's bigger than that. And soul ties are real. Yes. And 10 Very real. 10 years of your life. I. Girl. So, like, even in my friend group. Uh huh. Sex, and I feel like this is why I haven't. Um, I wasn't playing around with my body. Like I have no whole face. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all want me to jump in a car and ride with you to go bust out somebody's window? They're playing on his phone and Girl. all of that because you. Oh, I'm taking power of my body. I can do what I want to do. No, you're not, bro. That is. That is controlling you exactly exactly because <laughs> ain't no way common sense is in there the fact that you're willing to risk your freedom over this this man this, this is, it's controlling you you're a slave yeah. to it and that's why you got a little kid but it's just like i was like i can't <laughs> i'm good on that i absolutely uh-huh. listen and, and it's I, a, girl it is. It is because you're. It's a very vulnerable moment. It's a very intimate moment, and you're sharing that with someone else. And I mean, I, I'm just be honest. I've, I've been in the situation where I'm like, oh yeah, he got to be the one. Then the next day, <laughs> I've been catfish. What is this? <laughs> this is not what I thought this was supposed to be. Exactly. You know? Girl, that's and now, yes, now you reacting because you know now you paranoid. Now you did you checking phones, social media, like whoa, what is happening? <laughs> Who is this person? Exactly. You know, and 
it, it's real out here. It's real and it's worth, you know, the abstinence is worth you just, you know, keeping it in the back of your head. And even if abstinence isn't for you, whatever the case is, because everybody's going to have their own conviction. You're going to have your own discernment and you're going to know yeah. what it is that you're meant to do, what God yeah. wants you to do. Um, but just keeping that in mind when it comes to sharing those intimate moments and being very intentional about who you give yourself to, um, is this person deserving? Does this person respect my boundaries? Does this person respect, you know, my beliefs, my foundation, who I am, my values? Um, like you said, are you going to challenge me if I tell you no? Mm-hmm. Like, there is no challenge. If anything, I want you to respect and I want you to honor that. Not mm-hmm. just hear me, but I need you to also actively understand that, you know, am I going to come to your house at 11 o'clock at night? No. Because that's putting me in a situation that I know my flesh is weak and I'm not going to do that. And a lot of times we put the blame on the man and sometimes it be us. I can't, I can't turn all this down. (laughs) I'm just saying sometimes it be us. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, like, Oh, well, you know, we're not going to do that. We can just watch TV on the couch and, 30 minutes later, you pouring wine, and now y'all watching some, and then the sex scene coming, boom, there it is. <laughs> you know, and I, I've been there, and I fail to keep myself accountable in the situation. It's always, oh, well, he tried, and sometimes it's you. It's you, sis. You keep putting yourself in the okie doke. No, don't do not do that. If you know that that's your journey, and you're not trying to do that with that person, and you're waiting, or you're holding off however long, don't don't do it. Right. Don't put yourself in those predicaments. Don't. Oh well, we can lay in the same bed and not do nothing. That come on, that come on for real. Because I I've gone home <sighs> since we've been open. Uh, <laughs> since we've been open, I mean, we're here now. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think because the first time. Mm-hmm. That's when we had the wine. Okay. I remember you telling me it's okay. I didn't drive home because mm-hmm. he was like, you know, like, you know, it's okay for you to stay here and I slept on the couch. Right. So I was like, okay, good. And then the second time, mm-hmm. that's when it's like they're going to stop putting yourself in positions where you are so exactly. very late. Exactly. If you're going to do a date, it needs to be in the morning. Like, set up those boundaries so you won't fall. Exactly. And like the second time, it's like we were supposed to cook together. I was in traffic. You know how Houston traffic is. I didn't make it to his mm-hmm. house. Like super late. Food was already ready. We ate. We watched a couple movies. Talked. And next thing you know, it's like one thirty. Mm-hmm. And he again, you're more than welcome to stay here. And I'm just like where I am right now. With exactly. And I was like, I'm gonna go home. Girl, one forty-five. I drove my butt straight from. Home. I said, but now I know I can't do the and just disclaimer, y'all don't go to nobody's house that you are that you don't know. It's too many things. Girl, this is somebody (laughs) that I have built, you know, that I have built some things up with. So um, it was there. The trust was there, but yeah. yeah, I drove home one forty five and I texted him 
when I but it's home, you recognizing like, it's you recognizing okay I know that my flesh is weak I know where I am in my journey I know that maybe two more glasses of wine this could have led to us making out on the couch and da 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 you know I know that so mm-hmm. let me go ahead and remove myself from this before it goes anywhere else but to play these little fantasy mind games like oh no we can just sit here all night and not do anything <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, seriously, seriously. Like you're absolutely not slow. Come on, come <laughs> on now, bring you back. And I will say that's one thing that I am, I am working on. I'm gonna be real transparent. I'm always transparent, but I'm gonna put myself out there, okay? So there's this person that I was hanging out with, really tough, and we had, you know, been intimate, and um, I, I felt like, you know, no, I can't. I can't do that anymore. Like, I, I feel convicted. So, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Like, I just, I tried to, but I couldn't get there because of the conviction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after that, we still have hung out several times. And what's crazy is, I'm going to be honest, the times <laughs> afterwards when we hanging out, I didn't have the discipline. I didn't have it. However, he did. And he would, like, we could be chilling on the couch. And before you know it, like, obviously, you know, I'm attracted to you. So, you know, we have rapport. We've done this before. Stop acting silly. Come on. (laughs) So, we get to kissing, whatever, make it now. And he will pull back. And then now I got attitude because you're the pull back. But I'm the person knowing that I shouldn't be doing this whatsoever. And he said something to me one day. And at the time, I was like, this man is on BS. But at the time, in my mind, well, afterwards, I thought about it. And I was like, no, he was showing himself discipline. He was showing his self-discipline. He said, why would I keep doing that if I know the end result equals nothing? Wow. So he was like, I'm just, I'm chilling. He was like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm attracted to you. I want to. But I know the end result is you're not doing that. So why would I keep teasing myself with that? Wow. So for him to say that to me, at the time, like I said, I was in my feelings. Because it felt like rejection. But in the back of my mind, that was God's way of revealing in a in a almost in a slap in the face way, like a blow up in your face, like, all right, I tried to tell you not to do this, and here you are now trying to do it. You want to keep touching the uh, fire? I'm gonna let you get burned. And sure enough, he said it. It hurt my feelings initially. I'm not gonna lie to you because it felt like rejection. But then afterwards, when he went home, I'm sitting here thinking about it. And it ain't hurt my feelings to cry enough, but I was a little heated. Mm-hmm. I said, wait. He basically was just showcasing what discipline was, what self-discipline was, something that I'm lacking. Mm-hmm. Even though I've expressed to him, like, yeah, I don't want to have sex. I'm, I'm remaining from, you know, I'm staying yeah. absent from that. He was basically respecting my boundary, but here I am pressing the button. But you know, what is so great about that mm-hmm. is that you acknowledge that you didn't have self-discipline. So earlier when I was talking about people make the excuse of, oh, I just can't do that. That's because you're not trying. You lack that mm-hmm. discipline and you haven't made yourself aware that exactly. you lack that discipline. So exactly. for the simple fact that you have, you you know, had that moment of like, that's I lack one. that. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a step. Yeah, girl. <laughs> now, now, 
Nobody gets in my house. You can't come in my house. Okay, now I will say this. Okay, so what was this? Because I ended up getting COVID about, what, two weeks ago. And he was in this dire need of emergency, right? Like something happened. He needed to use something with his water or whatever. And I don't have anything against this man. We cool. And he needed to use the shower. And I was just like, one, I'm, I'm halfway. I didn't know I had COVID at the time. But I'm halfway, like, <laughs> out for dead with COVID. Because I'm over here like, oh, I'm sick. And so I'm like, yeah, whatever. Just whatever. So he comes. And in the back of my mind, even though I'm over here battling COVID on my couch, I'm like, oh, he here. He in my shower. My bed. Okay. Well, what's about to happen? I get nervous. I get nervous instantly. But it was so, like, chill. Like, literally, I think I probably gave the man a church hug. That's how, it wasn't even, like, that's it. He was like, oh, well, I'm about to go. You good? You need anything? And I realized that I had created a boundary and I'm sticking to it. Versus Mm kind of, like, playing lukewarm with it. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times men will go based upon what we entertain. So if you tell me you asking it, but yeah, every time I come over here, we make it out. I know I got leeway to go ahead and wiggle my way in. Mm -hmm. I sat on one end of the couch. He sat on the other. I I, I barely forgot the man was here. I was in and out of COVID. Thank God. You know, it had a little, you know, approach to that. But the reality was I realized that, hey, I can't sit and create boundaries with this man and not stand firm in them. I got to stand on what I say. Um, And I'm just showing him that I don't have self-discipline and that what I'm I'm saying out of my mouth isn't real. You know what I mean? And he would never respect it. But when he finally said, like, I'm not doing this with you because I already know this is just a tease for me. Like, I'm not going to get anything out of this. Yeah. I said, oh, okay. That was supposed to be my answer. <laughs> Look, I was supposed to say no. Not you telling me no. Yeah. But it's it's moments of just understanding that you have to hold yourself accountable in both situations. Either what did you do to bring this, you know, to you? Or what did you do to entertain this? Mm-hmm. What did you do to, you know... Have someone expect that this is what you guys are going to do. Like, yes. you got to hold yourself accountable. Yes. Child, it's a struggle, I girl. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. All right. Change to the awareness of that. Yeah. Because yeah. Because you get tested when it's right in your face. It's easy to go on this walk when you're at home by yourself. Girl. And you don't have any. That's another thing. When you don't have girl. any. Practice. Don't say that you're celibate and abstinence, two different things. Don't say that you're that just because you don't have any prospects. But as soon as somebody comes around, the abstinence goes out of the window. So it's not that you are truly making that promise to God and to yourself. That's just because you didn't have nobody to have sex with. That part. That part. So it's it's important to know why you're choosing to do this. Exactly. Why behind it? Exactly. It has to be purposeful, not just convenience. Yes, and just because Mm -hmm. you haven't had sex in five months, like, oh yeah, I'm absolute girl, or do no, you're not. You just because the minute it's approached to you, you like, I'm on it. You know what I mean? Drop. Panties drop. Draws drop. (laughs) 
A lot. The drawers is dropped. Look, you know the uh, thing on TikTok. Where your clothes at? Where your clothes? Where your, what happened here? Exactly, but it's the truth. It's the val- It's a valid truth to that. Girl, because I, I even heard on TikTok, this lady was like, you know, there's a difference between celibacy and um, 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 abstinence. And she was like, celibacy means you're not having sex until you're married. Like, nothing. Right? Well, celibacy, celibacy is um, you are abstaining from sex and marriage. Oh, so that's sex and marriage. That's why, that's not. Mm. Okay, that's so. Not non-practical celibacy. Abstinence so is you are abstaining from um, sexual acts until marriage. Okay, so, okay, hold on, hold on, girl, hold on, hold on. Before we wrap this up, I need to, wait, 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 man. Because a lot of people use the term celibacy, and they don't, I don't think they understand what it means. Because you just told me something. I didn't know it included marriage. Mm-hmm. That means you are abstaining from you know, marriage and sex is out for you. You're celibate. Abstinence if you're abstaining from sexual acts until marriage. Right. So, okay, so for instance, like a nun, that w- they would be, or a priest or something like that, they would believe in celibacy. They would vow to celibacy because they, they don't get married. Right. Yeah, that's celibate. Oh, girl. Um, girl, <laughs> I had no and idea. I had no, no type of um, beef with TikTok or anything. Yeah. Um, people are always encourage people to read stuff for yourself. Yeah. All these making these videos about stuff, um, a lot of it can be misinformation. Mm-hmm, and misleading, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just because they come in the name of the Lord, <laughs> please, 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 please ask the Holy Spirit to give you uh you know discernment of spirit to know that yeah. the person actually you know doing what they're supposed to be doing because that's not the first thing that has come to my attention about something that's been on tiktok that's just like mm-hmm. what are you even talking about wow i did not know that it include marriage girl yeah. you better be careful what you're here talking girl i could just imagine myself now yeah i'm on a celibacy journey girl no wonder why I can't find a man. I'm on here claiming it. No man and no sick. This just ridiculous. Girl, you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful out here. If y'all are listening and watching, you have to be careful. And like you said, you have to study the word for yourself. Yeah. Because clearly there's two different meanings. Abstinence, celibacy. Do you want a man? Do you want a man? Celibacy is not it. Now, if that's what you vowing down, you don't want a man, you don't want marriage, that's where you need to go. Exactly. Wow. And know your purpose, because again, yeah. you don't know how long you've got to be on this. Girl. There's a young, small group who has been in this journey for over a decade. Wow. So, yeah, find that anchor. Hold on. To you know something? <laughs> Speaking of that, once again, TikTok again, I've I seen this young girl, she was 28, and she had never even had, like, she's never been intimate with a man before, and she's never even, like, had any type of, like, affection from a man. No hug, no kiss, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And so many people was just like, girl, you crazy. And I'm like, but 
in my mind, I'm like, that is pretty impressive. Like, nothing? Wow. <laughs> Girl. Like... Yeah. Girl. But then in the same token, by them, you know, sharing their thoughts on her, her process or whatever, she was like, a lot of times when I tell people that their judgment, um, about the situation kind of makes her feel like she's awkward or she's weird mm. or, you know, something's wrong with her. And I was like, that's crazy. That's crazy. That just, that makes me feel some type of way. Yeah. Um, it makes me feel a, a way because, um, we think that just because society does something the way that it is right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything about believing in Christ goes against society. It goes against culture. Mm-hmm. And if we are not in that, when we are not walking the same walk, of course, everything that you are going to do is going to be weird. It's going to be strange. Yeah. Radical. Yeah. yeah. Radical. <laughs> We're the ones that... That's not. You know, just because I ain't out here busting it wide open, <laughs> don't mean that I'm weird. I just have a little dignity about myself. Exactly. And yeah. whatever her background is, I hope it's just not the um, the frantic purity thing. Yeah. Um, because mm. that definitely needs to be tweaked. I do feel like everybody should have such education, whether you're abstinent Absolutely. or not. Whether you yeah. are you know, a virgin or whatever, you still need to know. Um, but yeah. and it's normal to talk about it's right. It's normal to have those feelings. Like I would be crazy to sing and say, "Oh, my body does not react." It doesn't. Like that is normal. That is a part of human nature. However, it's all about how you maneuver, how you how you react to those things. Do you do you act on them? You know. And I agree with you because I used to be a part of this uh, group called Pinky Promise. You ever heard of it? By uh, with Heather Lindsay, you ever heard of Heather Lindsay? Mm-hmm. No, girl. I think I, you know what? I honestly think it probably was like a code or something. I don't know, but I'm not a part of that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. If you're a part of Pinky Purpose, <laughs> hey. But it it was one of those radical movements of like, you know, you don't hold a man's hand, you don't kiss a man. I was just like, whoa, nah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I get, you know, no sex before marriage, all that. But what you want me to do? Like, it just felt like they were putting us in this box of if you do it, you're going to hell. If you hold a hand, you're going to hell. If you look at them too long, you're going to hell. And it's because her experience, the person that was um, over at the minister, she had never had any experience with a man. So she based her organization off of her experience. So now we all over here living like Heather, okay? And doing mm-hmm. pinky promises and there's nothing but women in the group or whatever. And she's just like, oh, well, you know what? I'm just going to stop dating me. And I'm like, what? How are you going to meet your husband? Like, it's okay to go on a date. You're not going to go to hell going on a date. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with you going on a date. There's nothing wrong with you having an attraction to a person. It's all based upon how you act upon that. Exactly. But girl, I'm... <sighs> People need to, it is so important to understand that everything that we go through, God put it there. And it is the world 
and Satan exactly. got perverse it. Hey, girl. That's what it girl. is. We're supposed to, he put the feeling of horniness in a way. Exactly. In your body. God, sex is supposed girl. to be a great thing. But since we are a fallen world and the ruler of this world is Satan, he has perverse things, but God has all the power to turn it back around. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Has to be, oh, Lord. Girl. You have to understand why God puts sex in the container of marriage. You have to absolutely understand that. Yeah. You have to understand what's the truth and what's not. You're not going to go to hell for kissing somebody. You just need to know your triggers. Exactly. 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 If you you can't hold somebody's hand without feeling around, don't do it. Then you don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. Because we're really supposed to get up out of there. We're supposed to flee. (laughs) We're supposed to be flee. We're really supposed to get up out of there. So if holding hands, rubbing over feet, if that triggers you, baby, you got to go. (laughs) You got to go. Knowing your triggers. Like you said, you got up and you left. I gotta go. Cause my trigger, I love a man who smells good. I love a man who is clean, that has a really good hygiene. Yes. And if I am laying up against him, I know it's that I'm not with. going to be here for a long. <laughs> it's over with. You smell good. You look good. You know what I mean? We having good conversations. Then you want to add some wine to it. Maybe alcohol is a trigger for you. Remove the alcohol. Go on a breakfast date. Breakfast dates are very, they're, they're innocent. <laughs> they're very innocent. <laughs> go on a breakfast date. Go, go and eat some eggs and waffles, okay? <laughs> you got to know. You got to know. But it's you being in tune with yourself and being real with yourself versus going and living this fantasy and act as if none of this is real. And the reality is when you do find your person and you do get to that point of marriage, Listen, God is okay with you busting wide open for your husband. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed exactly. to do that. That is your exactly. duty. And that is the highest, like, it's in a covenant. Exactly. Is, you know, so it's like, I was watching this podcast. Um, I love tomorrow. I love, love, love. Oh, I'm the, yes, the basement. And um, so... He always talks about like how his sex life is like the bomb. <laughs> his wife. I know that's right. He always, wants, he always insinuates that, of course, like this is my yeah. life. So just having that transparency, you know, with what he doesn't preach anymore, but just having that transparency coming from, you know, someone like him, it's just like, okay, so. Exactly. It's okay. To let my husband know what I like. Exactly. To let my wife know what I like. Exactly. He didn't say this. I think I heard it on another podcast that Mm -hmm. you get all of that out at premarital counseling. The reason why you should go, because there's a lot of people that's not doing it, they avoid it. You go, are you a head giver? Like you, these, exactly. Are you good at play? What what you know, pleases you? Exactly, right. Exactly. And I just felt, get the porn out of your head. Porn don't do nothing but pervert your mind. Girl, I'm not a porn star for you. 
First of all, all of that stuff is made up. He's faking. He's faking. Exactly. It is not real. It's not real. Yeah, so it's just like, go ahead and get that perversion out of the way. Exactly. No, we're not watching it before we have internet. I should be enough for you. Mm-hmm. If we got to have an instructional session, Good then morning. that's what we need to do. If I'm going to be on the bed and I'm going to be like, okay, <laughs> now do this here. Do, do this. That's what we're gonna do. Right, but the fact that you need, get, mm-hmm. yes, we're not gonna get any other outside advice. Hello, <laughs> but the reality is, like, once you get to that point, once you have your your husband, your mate, and you have been, you know, have all the sex that you want. <laughs> I think understanding is okay. Guiltless. But it's still people who are married that feels like sex isn't. Girl. That's the thing. It's like. It's weird. It's crazy. Like, what do you mean? Like, okay, now I didn't wait to this point. Now we finally married and I still got to be. I'm not saying you got to be out here. Oh, yeah, we having good sex on every (laughs) speaker. But what I'm saying is. Why am I still timid about it when I'm, I'm married to this man? We just said I do. What did I say that for? Like, what do you mean? Exactly. Like, that's my that's my thing. And I can't wait until I'm able to share that with someone because I know for a fact that um it like one, it's a very intimate act and you share your and you express your emotions for that person by doing it and it's a a way to you know express your emotions and i know that whoever that person is going to be they're going to value that and they're going to see it in the same depth that i see it in it's more than just you know us doing it you know what i mean it's more than just the act it's it's something deeper and if i can't be proud and, and be transparent and open about what it is then you know what I mean? What's the point? And I don't think God yeah. puts us in that situation to to not be able to be, you know, unapologetic about our love for our partner. Like, I love you. I show my love. And this is what we do. And I feel like those type of conversations are needed in the young, yeah. the youth department. And, and you know, yeah. and with your children. They need to see that because a lot of times a lot of kids don't necessarily see real examples of love true love genuine love um they don't see their parents going out on dates they don't see their parents you know showing affection to one another am i saying have sex in front of your kids no that's weird but what i'm saying is you know seeing your parents show love to each other mm-hmm. and yeah. it needs to be seen because you're you're providing an example from the early ages to now because i'm gonna be honest with you um I love my mother to death. I love my mother and I don't take anything away from how I was raised. However, I wasn't necessarily provided an example. I haven't been able to see my mother in that, that, in that perspective when it comes to relationships. I've, I've, I've never experienced. That's a good thing. She ain't bringing, you know, every Tom, Dick and Harry in the house, but I've never seen her in a relationship. Obviously she had something to have me here. But a part of my a part of my process in being a woman and learning about love and learning about relationships was kind of delayed because of that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it had to be learned from outside forces mm-hmm. and assumption 
versus what I could have seen in my household. Granted, mm-hmm. she went through whatever she went through and she experienced whatever she experienced and we're here now, but I commit and I vow to myself if I ever am blessed to be a parent, I want to be transparent. I want to be my child's first example so they can see what love looks like. Yes. You know what I mean? They can see a man respect me. They can see a woman respect her husband. They can see a man leading the household. They can see a woman being a helpmate and a partner in this relationship. You know what I mean? Um, Versus leaving social media or the society to to teach them that. And who knows what they're going to be taught. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They see their parents going on dates. They see their 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 dad bring their their mom flowers and showing mm-hmm. you know and cherishing her and appreciating her and respecting her and loving on her, mm-hmm. and um, I think we need more of that. I really do. I really really do. Cause yeah. baby, girl, the ninjas now. Ooh, child. <laughs> exactly. Girl. So, um, my friend asked me the other weekend. Shout out to Alexis. I love her. Hmm. Um, he asked me, did I have a list? Mm. And I was like, well, my list has changed drastically. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that are on my list are internal work. Mm. So my list is um, how does he deal with his emotions? I want him to be a man that knows how to control his emotions. Yes. Yes. Like, to be a man that is after God's own heart because I know if he is a man that's after God's own heart, he's gonna know how to love me. Love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, mm-hmm. The other thing I told her was um like does he walk in, you know, humility? Um mm-hmm. how is his relationship with his parents? If he already has children, how is his relationship with his parents? Yeah. So my list is he needs to be working or has worked on all of those things yeah and then yeah. the physical of course comes in oh he needs to be exactly not that because so, that physical I, part can sway it can go exactly. it can leave you you know have an accident and that yeah exactly. I mean, it exactly. happens and then another one of my things is uh of course he has to be able to leave he has to be financially literate y'all ain't gonna ever be broke Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. don't talk exactly. about like you know because at first I used to have oh like not rich but he has to be well off. It's like no, he's gonna have to have the knowledge. Know what to do with it. Exactly. And I everything that I ask and put on my list, I ask God to prepare me for also. Oh, that part. That part. That part so, is important. That was something else that I was missing when I originally wrote the list. I'm like, I uh-huh. have been praying for God to prepare me to do these things and to do these things. Yeah. As well. Exactly. So, That's the yeah. part right there. Because women talk about the list and women talking about, you know, and I have nothing against the list. I have uh, several mm-hmm. lists. <laughs> several of them around here. But being prepared for what it is that you're asking for, the blessings that you're asking for. You're yes. asking for, you know, a financially literate man. But, okay, if you get one, do you know what to do with it? Like, do you, are you open to what he may be able to teach you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it comes, it comes in double fold. You have to be careful what you pray for and also be prepared for what you pray for. Exactly. Absolutely. Because you can fumble the bag. You can fumble it. Yes. You can fumble it. 
just going back of like our kids and and yeah posting that for our children it's like mm-hmm. you know i grew up in a single parent home as well my mm-hmm. father you know was married and i have seen my mom in relationships um but those relationships didn't um turn into marriage Mm-hmm. So, because I didn't see that, one of the things that I want is stability and a, you know, a two parent yeah. home mm-hmm. my children and showcase that to my children and to make sure that <laughs> I do my best ability to explain certain things to them when it comes to sex and how to treat yourself. Exactly. Because teenagers exactly. have an experience or not an experience, but the, the, the way that they look at sex is based off of their knowledge or lack mm-hmm. of Exactly. Because somebody didn't tell them something at school or they've already been experienced to porn. Mm-hmm. Or and we leave them to just assume. Yes, and we leave them to just assume, but they mm-hmm. also look at people as objects at this point. Because now it's like with the dude, it's kind of just like, okay, well, I'm going to be intimate with her because like that's gonna break me up in a rank in my friend group, and uh-huh. I just kick, you know, nut or whatever the case may be. Exactly. And then the girl may, you know, portray her body to that's the only thing that she has. Mm-hmm. So it's like just to have that knowledge to talk to them about that without them being like, okay, like that can't be Because what a lot of kids is, especially when you grow up in the church, don't have sex. Why extend that? Exactly. Explain it to me. What it is that I'm avoiding? Why am I avoiding this? Yes. You know, what comes with it? All of that. And Girl. That's, yeah, so I'm just like, Phew. I have it, some yes. work cut out for myself and I'm not even a wife or a mom yet. But it's thinking but about it. It's, it's yes. Exactly. It's, it's beginning right. to think about it. It's preparing yourself for what it is that you want and what it is that you're claiming for your life and know that God has for you in your future. Um, it, look, it boils down to the simple fact of that this journey will never be easy. If you're listening to this, watching this, just know you got two people on here saying that it will never be easy. There yeah. are not always easy days, okay? Every day there's going to be a challenge. And in order for you to grow, you have to learn those lessons. And God will continue to repeat. He will continue to give you a repetitive lesson until you finally get it. You will continue to hit that that, that brick wall every single time until you realize that there is more, there is better for you um, and what he has for your life. And that could be in any aspect of your life, whether that's friendships, intimacy, family, work, whatever it is. Um just know that obviously he has a direction and when you're not going with him you're definitely going the opposite of him okay and it, it, there is no in between there is no lukewarm um it, it just isn't it, it mm-hmm. really isn't so i'm excited that we were able to have this conversation it was so dope i know people are gonna love it um and it's just the beginning and like i always say in all of my podcasts don't just take this one conversation and think that it's the end all be all. This is just to begin conversations like this, to begin right. dialogues. Have these conversations with friends. Because a lot of times we be too timid to have them with our friends because we yeah. think that we may think opposite or they may judge me. No, like if I'm your true friend, I should be able to be transparent with you and tell you what it is. Yes. What's the secret? Yes. You but know? Encourage disagreement. 
Exactly, exactly. And encourage each other. And, you know, that goes with just being very intentional about the people that you bring into your circle, knowing that these people share the same, you know, values and foundations and all of that. Like, we share the same mindset. And so it's easy for me to come to you and say, hey, you know, this week I'm struggling, girl, because I just want to... Let me let me bring you back. Let me bring you back to the light because you, you you tripping. Let me bring you back. So I think that this was awesome. It was well needed. Um, you just gave the people, you know, clarification that you can be saved and sexy. Okay, saved and sexy is okay. It is absolutely fine. Period. Okay, <laughs> saved and sexy. It it, it happens. It, it's here. Okay, clearly we are two examples of it. Clearly. Um, but you know it's okay you can be saved and you can be realistic you can be transparent and you can be human being saved but you just have to know how to maneuver through this world and knowing that who you are and who you belong to yes so with that being said I always end it with one thing, tell us one thing we can, one thing that is on your mind for this year that you want to do, that you look forward to, or maybe it's a goal, or maybe it's something that you're excited about. What's one thing? One thing is launching my baby. My firstborn is my online boutique. Ooh, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm a fashion girly. I've always loved fashion. Yes. She be and slaying, y'all. Slaying. <laughs> okay? <Show laughs> my stylist. She's my stylist. Y'all just wait. Y'all wait. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not allowing fear to cripple me anymore. Like, this is Absolutely. something that I'm excited to do. And my content that I will be starting on TikTok. So I guess I got two things. Um, yes. I am going to be encouraging the women of the church to know that it's okay to express yourself with fashion. Hello. You don't have to wear the little matronly moo-moos and, and long blue <laughs> jeans skirts anymore. No. You look so, like Little Hill on the prairie. No. Yes, exactly. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for both of those things. I am. I'm very excited about that because it's it's a new way. It's a new it's a new look for Christianity. It's a new look for um, the women of God. Like, you know, it's okay to wear red nail polish. You're not going to go to hell. It's okay to wear makeup. It's okay to wear, you know, a bust down middle part. Okay? Nothing's going to happen because you decided to wear a bust down middle part. It's hair. Okay? It's, it's hair. It's hair. That's all it is. But it's absolutely fine. And, you know, those Old Testament days, they're, they're in the Old Testament for a reason. For a reason. I- Still don't know where the red nail polish came from. Girl, listen. Do you know I just started wearing red nail polish this year? This year. My first because time wearing Because of a lie. I was like, oh, if you wear red nail polish, you a hoe. You a hoe. That's what I was told. If you wear red nail polish, you a hoe. And I ain't wear red nail polish because I ain't want to be, I'm not a hoe. But who said that? Exactly. Where is it? Find it. I think maybe they got it mixed up because, you know, red in Spanish is what? Rojo? Rojo or something like that. So maybe they thought they said ho? Rojo? Ho? No? Okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. But I'm wearing red nail polish. It looks really good against my skin. So why not? <laughs> but I'm excited for you. I can't wait. Now, how can the people, like, look at all of your um, content on social media? Give us the tea, girl. Yeah, so my Instagram is Dejanae Victoria. That is B E. 
apostrophe J O N A E Victoria. Okay. We're gonna put it in the in the little description because I know y'all ain't getting it, but it's okay. We're gonna put it in the description. <laughs> okay, and they can be able to see all of your your content, your fashion yeah. content. I mean, just amazing things. I I can say this, and I'm I'm saying this because I know you, and not just because you're my friend, but I know that. Everything you do comes off so gracefully. So I know your content is going to be dope. Period. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Period. Okay. I've already hired her as my stylist. So what's up? You know, we other side, Korea. That's it. We 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 together. Period. Um, but I'm really excited, and we definitely have to get you back on the podcast, girl. We can talk about all types of things. We're gonna get you back on here, but I thank you. I appreciate everything that you have brought to the table today. It was an amazing conversation. I can't wait for my listeners to hear it and who just take take the tea in, you know, and, and just realize that you know life is definitely really bad alone but it's even worse alone or even it's even crazier alone when you don't have God and you don't have any type of guidance and accountability so being able to have a friend here and talk about that and just talk about real life and and being a Christian Mm -hmm. and um, holding ourselves accountable it's pretty dope pretty dope ma'am pretty dope (laughs) yes well hoochies it's been another week Um, of course of as usual, you can always find me on social media. I'm on Facebook. We are Lace Combos with Jew Podcast. I'm on Instagram, Lace Combos with Jew. I do have a TikTok, but I'm not really active on there. But we're going to get active. We're going to get active. <laughs> but um, you can always find behind the scenes content. I'm always putting things in there, y'all. Trust me. I'm always putting stuff in there. Ooh, my dating stories. Ooh, girl. Uh, anywho. <laughs> um, but it's definitely there. So if you want to see, go and follow us. Um, I definitely have different conversations and stuff. So definitely check that out. But as usual, it's been an amazing week. As I always say, if you can't do nothing else, keep it cute. We'll put it on mute. But okay. I always keep the links. Thank you, boo. You're welcome. Have a good night. Let's just be honest, Jesus. I'm a mess. Can't seem to fill this void of emptiness My bills are paid, but I'm still stressed